Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Thanks for joining me today on Audiobook Connection. And today we're going to talk about something I get lots of questions about, and that is from the authors who are asking, should I narrate my own audiobook? So we're just going to talk about this. Uh, We'll talk about several aspects of that question, and then we'll have some other episodes where we talk about some tips in case you decide to go ahead and record your own. So first of all, I want to say that uh, just as a reminder that the skill set for being a narrator, for being that storyteller in performance, is a very different skill set from the actual writing of the text, the writing of the story. As an author, you will have obviously crafted and, and honed your skills as the writer, the person creating the text version of this story. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be the one who brings it to life in an oral um, context, in an oral format. If you have experience listening to audiobooks, you may have experienced both authors who really read their own material really well, and also those who don't. So, If you have that experience, then you will already know that there is a possibility that you may not be the right person to narrate your audiobook. On the other hand, you might be the perfect person. So let's talk through some of the pieces of uh, what that decision is about, how you're going to come to decide whether or not you're the right person to narrate your audiobook. First of all, I would ask this. What is your biggest goal with your audiobook? This is the question that I always first ask our clients and the one that I think that every author really should stay focused on as they make decisions in the audiobook process. If your overall biggest goal with your audiobook is to get more speaking engagements, is to become more of a personality so that uh, people are recognizing you and your voice. These are the moments when it really does make sense for you to be the voice for your own audiobook. When you're trying to develop that as one of your goals, then yes, go for it. And if it takes some additional coaching or training to help you get it to be the very best that it can be, that's totally fine. If you're looking at this decision and you're thinking, I could save money if I don't hire a professional narrator and just do it myself, I would say this. There are a couple factors that you need to really think carefully about when you're making a decision based on the cost factor. The first is that if you create an audiobook that is not its best, then you will very quickly lose your listener, right? 
The important thing is bringing your story to life. And if your voice is not the best voice to do that, then you shouldn't be narrating it. The second is that you may think that you're going to save money by doing it yourself, but are you really? What's going to happen in the post-production process? Typically, those who are not familiar with narrating, especially over long periods, as you need to do with audiobooks, there's a lot of time and money that goes into the post-production editing process. The reason for that is uh, many-fold. One of the reasons is that typically people who are not experienced and practiced and trained in the recording process will typically be more apt to stumble along the way or have more stumbles along the way. You get a little tongue-twisted and you have to restart many times. Those kinds of things happen. Another thing is the mouth sounds that in general context of just talking with someone else and also in terms of like speaking in front of a room, little clicks and strange sounds in your mouth, nobody notices, not a problem. In the audiobook recording where you have a microphone just inches away from your mouth, the microphone picks up every sound. So you really need to have an ability to create a nice, clean recording. That clean recording includes sounds that your mouth may be making without you even realizing it. And it can also involve things like outdoor noises. So let's talk a little bit about the external world of the sound recording location. So first of all, there are... There are kind of two aspects of the recording space. One is excluding external noises such as leaf blowers and dogs and things like that, as well as uh, refrigerator hums and uh, HVAC sounds. But then there's also the internal sound. If you're in a room, for example, that has all hard surfaces, you can get a lot of sound bounce, and that causes us the sound to not be very good, the audio quality. And Or you might be in a large room where you get a little bit of that uh, echoey kind of experience. These are things that, again, you may not even notice in a normal day, but when you turn on a microphone, suddenly all of that shows up. And then in these these qualities that I'm talking about of uh, is what we call room tone. Room tone is the sound of your space when there is no other recording happening. So you're not speaking. Uh, you're just having the microphone record the room. And there are specifications for audiobooks that require a certain room floor n- Uh, level that can't be too high. So if your room is noisy in terms of what your mic is picking up, might sound quiet to you, but the microphone might have a different opinion, then these are issues that you're going to have to resolve if you're going to record yourself. Now, one way to resolve that is to go to a professional studio and record in that context. 
Let's take a short pause and come back to talk about some of the other things that you'll want to consider if you're thinking about recording your own audiobook. Here at Pro Audio Voices, we love working with authors who have a big goal in mind. They really want to reach out to their audience around the world. We're here to help make that happen. It starts with our pre-production process, where we're evaluating and determining what elements of the audiobook we can leverage to both create an excellent listener experience for your listeners, as well as drawing them to your website to engage with you further. It continues on through the production process, making decisions that will enhance and support your big goals, as well as creating a great listener experience. But we don't stop there. Once the audiobook is live, we move on to helping you market your audiobook with the Audiobook Marketing Program. Come check us out at ProAudioVoices.com. To schedule a call to talk about your audiobook project, click on Get Started. If you're still thinking that you may want to record your own audiobook, you're going to want to be considering things like software and equipment. What equipment do you have access to? This is particularly if you're going to record at home or in a studio of your own creating, as opposed to recording in a professional studio. So software, I'm not going to go into recommendations at this point, but my point here is that you want to think about how comfortable are you with technology? Do you find yourself generally frustrated with technology and different new software platforms, in which case I would advise you that you may not want to handle that aspect of the recording process? So I'm bringing this up really as a way for you to give yourself a little checklist on how does that feel for me? Will I feel comfortable handling this new software that I'm unfamiliar with, if in fact that's true for you? And then equipment, making sure that you're getting equipment that you need. Remember, that's a cost factor. And so you'll want to uh, consider that overall especially if you're thinking of recording your own audiobook with the idea of saving money. Remember again that a professional narrator is trained and skilled in bringing a story to life. Part of that is uh, or has to do with phrasing. How do we craft the sentence in an oral performance way to bring it to life, to have it make sense? you'd actually be surprised how challenging that can be in certain moments. Just as an example, the kind of thing that can show up real easily is a sentence that has a comparison. For example, it may be a long sentence or short, but it where we're talking about this thing as opposed to that thing. And that many, many folks don't recognize that just that little bit of additional stress on the particular words are the, the very things that help us understand what is being said. What's the point of that sentence largely is carried in the way that the words are stressed and phrased. I have actually, uh, I was kind of astounded the first times that I was working with authors who came into my studio and I was coaching them real time. 
as they narrated their audiobooks, to listen to them narrate their own stories and how they failed to to provide those very stresses, those the way in which they crafted their sentences. And what I what I came to understand, and this is maybe it's just me coming up with a, a what seems like a logical reason, but what I think happens is that because the stories or content is so alive and clear in their own minds, because as the author, they wrote it. They know what's going on. But what they're what they're not recognizing is that in expressing it to somebody else who's hearing it for the first time, it's new to them that it's really important the way that it's uh, expressed so that it really does come to life. This is also true not just in the crafting of the phrasing and the sentences, but also true in the energy of the, uh, the telling. So I have typically found that most authors who are not experienced with recording, when they come in and start to record their own material, it actually comes out kind of flat, that there is a, a very a minimal range of their voice and that it's it come, becomes quickly fairly boring. So there's just not the energy behind it. And a lot of what I do as a coach then is help them maintain that energy, remember who they're talking to, be excited about their own words and their own content. And at first that really surprised me that they would that that wouldn't automatically be there. But what I realized is it's just a different set of skills. It's not that they're not connected with their material or that they don't love it, that they're not passionate about it. It's none of that. It really has to do with just the fact that they haven't developed the skills to bring the story to life in that aural, expressive way, as an actor does, as someone who is trained to bring this performance to life. The other thing that is very common as a problem is breathing, actually. We all know how to basically breathe to get through the day, but when it comes to reading long-term, so reading long sentences, it can be, uh, or it can be reading complex sentences, it can be just the ongoing, you know, hours of speaking into a microphone clearly, that those who are not trained in how to use their breath well, then what can often happen and typically does is that there's a lot of kind of short gasping of for breath within the middle of sentences. So there may be a short phrase and then, you know, we keep hearing this sort of gasping that takes place uh, through the course of um, sentences, paragraphs. And here's the, the, uh, the issue with that is that each of those little breaths, if they're not so subtle that they're, they don't bother us, most often they need to be edited out in the post-production process. And if you start thinking about your entire audiobook with a little gasp 
at each comma or each period or that frequently, that can be the level at which uh, it becomes a problem. I'm not saying that's true of everyone. I'm just saying that this is an issue that I see very, very commonly with people who do not have the uh, the training and experience to be recording an audiobook or other sort of larger content like this for those who are not performers. And then often uh, less of an issue, although sometimes as much of an issue, sometimes even more of an issue, are the mouth sounds. I'll try to give you an example here, although I generally do my best to make sure that I'm well hydrated and my mouth is not making all these little clicky sounds, but um, that would be the kind of, or, or, uh, they're just little sounds. And the problem is that if they're between words, then they need to be edited out. And if they're under words, they need to be usually re-recorded. Those, that part of the narration. For many, many people, they have lots of mouth sounds. And one of the reasons is because most people, uh, a very high percentage, are chronically dehydrated. So if you're going to narrate your own book, I highly recommend that you do the extremely healthy thing of making sure that you are consistently well hydrated. Drink lots of water. And I'm just going to wrap up this episode with a reminder that remembering that the quality of your audiobook narration is the most important thing. If you decide that you're going to do your own audiobook narration, make sure that you're the best choice for your audiobook. If you're not and you go ahead and do it anyway, then you're more likely to do yourself harm than good. You may be better off not doing an audiobook at all if, in fact, your decision to go ahead and narrate it is not the best decision. If you need help with that, one of the things that you can do is actually do a sample recording yourself, have somebody listen to it, have, have several people listen to it, have a professional listen to it, and give you some feedback. You may also, we certainly do this for our clients when they're on the fence about this, is uh, you can have your own recording and then you can also get a professional to just read that same segment so you have a sense of what it could be if you were to hire a professional. So those are just some tips about that. As always, if you have questions about this, if you want to explore this possibility, then please reach out to us at ProAudioVoices.com. We're here to help great stories come alive. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at AudiobookConnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at ProAudioVoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.